We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. God is immutable, which means he never changes. God is holy, which means he's clean, pure, set apart. And God must judge sin. With these three things all, and, and each, it's so interesting to me because each of these three, three attributes, characteristics of God played such an important role in our salvation experiences. But one truth really permeated each of these, and it was the fact that we're not. Uh-huh. We're not unchangeable. And Wesley, you made a point uh, yeah. in the last segment to say, you know, I, I teach my son, hey, you're going to be let down. Uh-huh. We're, we're going to change. Jordan, you made the point that God is clean, and, mm. and you saw that you were not. And, and for me, it was that God is judge, and I am worthy of judgment. Mm-hmm. I deserve judgment. So the question comes, how can a fickle, which is a good writer's term, uh, fickle <laughs> no, meaning we change a, a lot, yeah. um, a, a fickle, unclean sinner stand mm-hmm. before a holy, righteous God and stand in right with him? Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you know anything about church history, Martin Luther, uh, the guy who kind of kicked off the Reformation, that was something that haunted him for years until he really started studying Scripture. Um, and so, guys, when we use the term justified, hmm. what does that mean? Well, it means that we're made uh, we're, we're made right before mm-hmm. a holy God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're justified in in our uh, and we're justified in our state. But the only way you can do that. Is first Christ had to have died on the cross for us, but then we also, on our part, we have to repent from our sins. Yeah, and repenting from our sins uh, and God accepting us for who we are uh, in our repentance, then therefore we are able to be justified mm-hmm. and stand before a holy God. Mm. Yeah, I think that's that's great. Yeah, and the way the way I think can remember because I I forget what terms mean all the time. Justification <laughs> yeah. that's a long word, you know, yeah. whatever. But I, I, sometimes I, I, I imagine, you know, like somebody coming up and seeing a Christian who's, who's you know, faulty, who's fallen and sinful, and then God and saying, okay, how do you reconcile these two things together? How, how can this person stand um, righteous before God? He's not righteous. Justify this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the justification for this arrangement really is because Christ did what he did. Yeah, well, uh, in Romans, uh, Romans four even says that it, it um, is Paul writing, and he says Jesus, our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he did what was necessary. Um, I had a conversation with our intern Kelly um, Kelly Crampton. Sorry, I blanked on her last <laughs> name for a minute. You'll hear her in a couple of weeks. She'll come in and, and do a program yeah. as all of our interns do. Um, but the 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 kind of heart of the question we were having is why is hell infinite? Mm. And because she has some friends who are questioning whether hell mm-hmm. ends right. or not. And so as we're having this discussion, I you know I made the comment: one sin is an infinite betrayal of God, mm. and therefore there is an infinite gap between the sinner and God. And there must be something infinite to fill that infinite gap. And I know I'm throwing the word infinite out there a lot, but it's to, yeah. to show you this is a big wow. gap. Yeah. Um, and the, the 
punishment for that sin must be infinite as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it is the work of Christ that that does the uh, the, the, that is the means through which we can be justified. Right. And, and there's a theological term here, and it's called imputation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's just a big word, but basically all that it means is that Christ's righteousness, mm-hmm. right, his perfect, sinless, clean righteousness is laid on you and covers you like a garment Yeah. so that your sin um, is wiped away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I, I Guys, Wesley, you'll probably be able to help me out here. What's the scripture that it says our sins are blotted out? Uh, that's uh, that's going to be an Old Testament. Right. That's going to be uh, mm. and it's going to be one of the uh, prophets. Yeah. So. yeah I'll put Wesley yeah. on the spot. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. So I I can't remember for the life of me where it is. Yeah, it's Isaiah. Um, though our skins are, though our sins are like scarlet, they're yeah. white like wool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then basically be blotted out. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember the, right. the correct proper phrase, but the idea there is that you would have a debtor's ledger. Right. right. So anybody who owed you debt, you would write their name in a book. When they paid their debt, right, we do we would just scribble. Mm-hmm. Right. But the problem is if you scribble, you can still see what was there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. They would take ink and pour. Uh-huh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And they would pour it over the parchment so that you could no longer see right. what was underneath the pour. Wow. And that is what mm-hmm. that's what Christ does. Yeah, that's yeah. the gospel. Wow. And that is like this the gospel. And so that's what is when we get to this point and we understand this and this has uh, saturated our life and the heart. Therefore, we make decisions and we say things and we act differently mm-hmm. than we did before. Yeah. And that's what we're going to see in our justification as we move forward in this conversation is we're going to see that there's a lifestyle change yeah. that's inevitable in someone who's mm-hmm. been saved. Now, um, that doesn't mean that overnight they're a theologian or they're, um, no. <laughs> they, they're, they're, they're you know, they've started a 501c3 nonprofit <laughs> ministry or anything crazy yeah. like yeah. that. Now, there are testimonies and stories that happen uh-huh. like that, but, the, but, the, the, but it's the process of sanctification mm. uh, uh, that starts after the uh, process which we're discussing right. now is justification. But. Yeah, and we definitely are going to get into sanctification because that, that's such a key part of the right. Christian life. And we need an understanding of justification. But that does lead to another question that I think is, is worth discussing, and it's uh, why does our understanding of justification matter? Mm. Where do both Christians— yeah. Because here's the thing, Christians can misunderstand mm-hmm. justification— mm-hmm. We can be believers and yet think yeah. we need to add or we sure. need to do, we need to earn. You mm. know, Wesley, again, I go back to what you were saying in the first segment, God's unconditional love. Yeah. If it's unconditional, it means you can't earn more of it. Right. Right. <laughs> it, but I think sometimes we lose sight of that. Do, or am I alone in that? No, I think, I think you're right. And I think especially when it's when we relate it to other people who are not Christians, I think our understanding of justification is absolutely key. Because we can have the best of intentions and we can really believe what we think is right, but we can be completely misrepresenting the gospel if we don't understand justification. Um, because we're basically saying this is the way to go, this is how to be saved. If we didn't, if we don't understand that, we're unintentionally leading them astray. Mm. Oh, I think that's good. And we, in in that unintentionally leading them away, we can actually point them away from yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how tragic is that? You listen to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. In the first segment, we shared all three of our testimonies, mm-hmm. uh, or at least gave you a 60-second 60, 60 version, yeah. which is what we needed to do on our <laughs> 27 minutes on air here so we can talk about what we 
feel the Lord's put upon our heart to talk about. We shared the gospel here a couple times, and if you have not repented of your sins, or you have, or some of the some of these things that we're talking about, you haven't quite processed or thought through these things, and you may have thought you were saved, and then you're hearing terms like justification and the definition of it and sanctification, you're like, I'm not so sure about this. Well, uh, go to the um, we'll, go to engagemagazine.net. We love to uh, chat with you there. Uh, help. There's also you. a number you can call. Yeah, one eight hundred need him. One eight hundred need him. They do an excellent job, and their whole ministry is for those, for people that have questions and that are trying to understand the gospel and how that works. But we want to see you in heaven. Mm. So, mm-hmm. so don't if you have any doubt at all, go there. And then here in a couple of weeks, we will talk about how you can know for sure your yeah, yeah, salvation. Yeah, because the thing is, you can be justified and doubt that you've been justified. Right. That, that's just a reality of the Christian life. And I think, guys, for I know I've yeah. been through that, mm-hmm. that sure. season. I think mm-hmm. we all have. So that's what really Every now and then it pops up again. It does. It does. And there's yeah. different yeah. reasons for that. We'll discuss yeah. why that yeah. happens. Um, but so one of the things that mm-hmm. um, that we, we really need to get into is we talked about why it's important that we have an understanding, but how do we misunderstand or how do we understand incorrectly mm-hmm. The doctrine of justification. Um, I, I, again, I'll go back to this because this is something very personal for me. Um, I feel like either I have to do more and earn, or I have da- done bad and lost. Mm. Okay, so y'all, y'all understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. either side, right there. Right mm-hmm. there, two extremes. There is there. There's a road that we need to travel down. And there's a ditch on either side that we can easily fall right. into. Mm-hmm. And on the ditch on the one side, we can look, and and guys, this. All right, we're gonna. Get, I'm gonna get a little personal. It's not current sin so much mm-hmm. as it is past sins, right? Mm-hmm. That haunt yeah. that Satan brings up again and again. Hey, hey, hey! You remember that? Mm-hmm. You remember when you did that? Mm-hmm. And I find myself repenting again, and I find myself God hearing. You know what I mean by that hearing God, me. but God saying, "Look." That's forgiven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I, done. I think. I think the because I've experienced this too. You're not the <laughs> only one. Yeah. But I think the anchor here, and it has been for me, is going back to uh, checking my motivation or mm-hmm. my, the reason I do what I do. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, as long as we can uh, check that and say, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I doing it for me? Am I doing it out of anger? Am I doing it for whatever reason I'm doing it? The answer needs to be, and if it's not, this is where we repent and become more uh, sanctified. But the answer needs to be, is I'm doing this out of because of what God's done for me mm. and His love for me. Uh, obviously, a, a scripture. I mean, some of this stuff is black print on white paper. You know, right? You just, it's or a matter red, of, or red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a matter of obedience, you know, to God. But even when we're obedient, you know, our obedience needs to be out of our love mm. for him yeah. and yeah. for what he's done for That's us. Good. So one word that you use that, and again, I, I know our listeners, most of them are, are going to be very familiar with Christian lingo and the, the words that we use. But for one that may not be, when we say repent, mm-hmm. what do we mean by that? Because that's not a, a normal word that you hear. Well, we have to, in order to, to be justified, we have to repent. So it's important right. we talk about repentance or even define it, but repentance is acknowledging that you're a sinner and that Christ is um, is holy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you what you do is you say, God, look, I repent. I um, I see that what I'm doing is wrong, mm-hmm. and following you and His obedience is right. 
and I'm choosing to agree with you and your right. side and deny and and agreeing that my side and what I'm doing is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and where is it that Paul says um, that that sin taking an opportunity in the law? So I never would have known that coveting was a sin unless until the law says this yeah, is that's, coveting. That's Romans chapter six. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so what we're saying then is God, you're we're, we're actually echoing what the psalmist says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your word, your law is right mm-hmm. to stand in judgment over me. Right. Mm-hmm. And we can say, but God, I, I want you. And God opens our eyes to that. And there's a beautiful thing that happens there. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's a turning away from that thing that displeases exactly. God. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is the biggest thing. And, and this was the, the best, I guess, summation of what salvation really is is that a Christian is one who hates the sin they mm. once loved mm-hmm. and they love the righteousness they once hated. Mm. That's... Yeah. Yeah, and we're, and, wow. and that helps us transition into next week's program where we talk about sanctification, mm-hmm. yep. where repentance is an ongoing thing. Yeah, because it's not just once. Yes. It's not <laughs> you repented once and you're done with it. It <laughs> is the mark of the Christian life. We're going to get into that next week. If you can't listen next week... You can always find us, EngageMagazine.net slash podcast, where we have everything uh, that we've ever done up there. Until next week, keep on sharing truth and applying scripture.